Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. On this week's episode, I'm going to talk to you about uh, Swan getting debanked. That looks interesting. Hopefully everything with uh, Corey Eclipston gets taken care of over there. But, uh, you know, another fiat attack on the Bitcoin world. Um, and then I'll talk about the, oh, there's all kinds of Bitcoin drama. And there is, uh, you know, a little bit about the podcast overlap. I mean, I tell you guys every once in a while what is going on with the podcast. And, you know, I I, I agree with a ton of people. I've seen a lot of comments on, on that, uh, talking about, you know, guest overlap and things like that. And I'm, you know, guilty of it in the past, but, you know, uh, I, I'm a consumer of podcasts too, so I get it. And I just, I'm not like one of those people like, oh, you said it this way, so I'm going to do it that way. I just, I do what I do um, because I think that's what's most interesting or best. Um, and then uh, also uh, the Movies Plus Film Festival starts in a week and that has absolutely dominated my time. So I'll talk to you guys about all those things. But first of all, I want to give a shout out to the Bitbox O2 hardware wallet. Go to shiftcrypto.ch slash Bitcoin Made Simple and use the promo code Bitcoin Made Simple to get 5% off. And also shout out to Upstream Data. Um, I just had a really good conversation actually about mining. So that's another thing. I'll, I'm going to talk about mining a little bit in this episode. Um, so I had a really good conversation about mining with, uh, with a... somebody that has a natural gas well here and I was pretty darn excited about it. So I hope it's something that can come to fruition, but uh, if it does come to fruition, we shall be working with upstream data for sure, because they provided me with a black box that I got and it was a lifesaver makes the Bitcoin miner very quiet and also, uh, you know, saves my life in many ways, shapes and forms, um, Sorry, I'm, if you're watching the video, you'll see. But I just flipped my hat around because the sun was like bouncing into my face. Uh, and I don't have blinds here. Anyways. Um, yeah, so to get into it. Um, oh, and also, you know, always brought to you by Movies Plus. But you know that because I own it and I'm dependent on it working for my life. So uh if you guys are, if you're watching the video too, you also see, um, it looks like I have a little bit of dirt on my face. Um, but in reality it is uh, facial hair. Um, and no, I don't have any, uh, major desires to have a beard, but, um, I mean, I don't know, maybe one of these times if it ever happens, if I ever grow it out and it sticks, then I'd, I'd stick with it. I don't know. Um, but, uh, I, I laugh, uh, I laugh with my wife um, because about once every no, that's what, okay. By the way, this is how dumb I am. I'll get back to the beard thing. This is how dumb I am. I just, I told you guys, if you're watching the video, I flipped my head around backwards because there was a ref, like light in my eyes. And then I realized, wait a minute, why is my hat backwards now? Because that's really dumb. If there's light in my eyes, the bill from my hat will stop the light going in my eyes. So as I was talking there, I was like, well, maybe I'll flip it around. Nobody will notice. Um, so I flip it around and I realize what it is. It's the M on my Michigan hat. It's the M catching a lot of sunlight in on the video on my computer getting really bright. So anyways... News flashed everyone. I am a dumb, dumb. And uh, that's what I always say. I mean, listen to me talk about Bitcoin and laugh about it and learn 
from other people why it's important, but do not take, this is not at all remotely close to financial advice because I mean, I get Bitcoin, but uh, I can also be really dumb about other things. So anyways, back to the facial hair. Um, yeah, I once every couple of years, uh, me and my wife are laughing that about every couple of years, I'll take a run at a, at a beard again, always taking, taking a chance um, because I never was able to grow good facial hair. So, um, you know, every, every couple of years we try it again. Like we, like as she's helping or something, I'm just like, oh, I'm going to let it go. And I let it go for like a month or so. And we see, and then ultimately I'm disappointed because I'm like, oh, I can't grow a beard again. Um, and, you know, at this point I will on Monday be turning. Oh, wait, how old am I turning on Monday? 37. You know, you're getting old whenever you can't remember what age you're turning. Like, how was I 36 for a year? And I couldn't even remember I was 36. I don't know. Anyways, the, uh, so, so yeah, I am 37 years old and still trying to grow facial hair um, and uh, grow a, a good beard. So it, uh, we'll see what happens. It, the best part about it though, and it drives my wife nuts is every single time I do it, whenever I am shaving the beard off, it's like a week long phase where I'll like shave like a little part so that I have like a really funky looking beard. And then I'll shave it where I have like a goatee and then, then I'll shave it to a Fu Manchu. Then I'll shave it to like just a mustache. And like, whenever I do just a mustache, she just, she can't handle it because it drives her nuts. Um, so anyways, uh, that's, that's uh, if you, if, for the visually impaired or those of you that just listen, um, that is what's happening on my face. What's happening in my face is my brain is going wild right now uh, behind my face, I guess, because um, I don't know, it's a little crazy that I, I don't know too much about this. So but honestly, by the time you listen, this could have all been resolved. But I saw that Swan was getting debanked um, and that, you know, sets uh, the alarm bells off and has me, you know, kind of going, oh, wait, are they coming for the, all the Bitcoin companies? Um I had the alarm bells go off for myself personally because I joined Facebook. You might have seen this on Twitter. So I joined Facebook. I left Facebook probably four or five years ago. I can't remember. Um, and I joined it because I was like, oh, we're going to run ads for the business. And my wife didn't want to have her account, which is like her, she has like an anon account that, you know, nobody can. She's just connected to people she knows and, um, you know, in a couple groups where they, you know, chat about mom stuff and family stuff and all that kind of stuff so she didn't want to risk you know i mean you know what movies plus is like so she didn't want to risk her account getting suspended for being the one linked to the advertising or whatever i was like i get it um so i created one my profile picture i'm pretty sure is a picture of the city of pittsburgh uh mr roger is a statue of mr rogers in it um so that's about as offensive as i get uh, I did nothing. I friended a few family members. Um, and then I was on Facebook Marketplace because uh, somebody told me, oh, check this out. So I go into Facebook Marketplace to try and uh, find some supplies for a chicken coop. And whenever I do, I uh, 
I, all I did was ask somebody how much they were charging for the pallet wood that they were selling. And wouldn't you know it, that was enough to push it over the edge. And uh, I got the big slap on the wrist and I got banned from Facebook. Um, so I did request a review. They reviewed it. And, uh, you know, then they came back and said, no, you're just banned from Facebook Marketplace, but you can be on Facebook again. Oh, thank God. Um, and uh, and then I asked, requested a review of that. And they were like, oh, yeah, you're good. So apparently I have all the capabilities back. Uh, but it makes me, you know, my ears perk up. I'm like, oh, my God, am I on some kind of list? Um, the fact that it happened like that. I don't know. Um, be interesting to see, you know, if Corey Clipston and anyone at Swan Bitcoin can open a Facebook account if they don't already have one uh, or if they are getting banned. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how deep this runs, but like you see. You see this happening more and more. Um and they want you to be scared. They want you to say, oh, I'm not going to touch Bitcoin. That's really scary and icky. But don't listen to them. Just hold your keys. Or not your keys, your coins. Sorry, Bitcoin pup. Hold your coins, not your keys. And get them. And again, I know it's a shill moment, but get them on a Bitbox O2 hardware wallet. I check mine. Like, you should check your backups if you don't have it. This is a PSA. Um for anyone that has hardware wallets i always do that probably like once a month it's a good thing to do just make sure oh, i got like you know i can still access it and i didn't get hit in the head with something and forget my seed freeze or whatever um but uh yeah it's really simple and it, you got to use the bitbox o2 hardware wallet um and it's just like a thumb drive very easy to use and it is open source so you know it's protected so again I know it's a shell moment, but go to shiftcrypto.ch slash Bitcoin made simple and use the promo code Bitcoin made simple to get 5% off. Because um, you don't know what's going to happen here, people. We don't know what's going to happen, folks. Um, Bitcoin companies getting debanked. Uh, I mean, you remember last year when the Bitcoin conference got pulled from YouTube? Like, there's bad actors out there. You know, it got reinstalled, re reinstated really quickly. Um, you know, cause it's like, what would, what would the Bitcoin conference have done to get removed from YouTube? You know? So it's, there's just somebody in there that, you know, doesn't like it or whatever and wants to cause a problem. I mean, you'd be surprised how many people on the back end can, how, how few people it takes to really muck things up. Um, and also I'm hoping with the Bitcoin conference that I can tell you guys, I mean, it's not a big deal. I can tell you guys that it's in the works. Um, but yeah, I'm talking to Bitcoin, the Bitcoin Magazine people. Uh, actually, I think on Tuesday, I'll be talking to uh, someone from there. I forget. Sorry if you're a listener. I forget your name off the top of my head because I have a thousand emails that I've read today um, and I can't keep them all straight. But um, talking to them, uh, we're probably on Movies Plus going to carry the conference. Uh, you know, it'll be free. You don't have to be a subscriber to watch it because we want to encourage as many people as possible to watch it. But I remember last year being at the conference and the channel going down and everybody flipping out and going nuts. And I was like, um, like I had asked them ahead of time, but you know, I get it. Like if they're busy, they got the whole conference. So nobody, it probably just got swept under the rug and nobody saw it. So then I was trying to hit them up. I was like, guys, like I told you I can live stream this on my app and you can just point everybody there in case there's a, failure so um at least we're getting that squared away this year 
and it'll be really simple. It's really simple for them. I mean, it's literally no effort on their part required. Um, and then the whole conference will just be live for everyone to watch and, uh, and check out. Um, so anyways, and you'll see lots of Nick Carter there um, because Nick loves Bitcoin conferences and Nick loves Bitcoin maxis. Um, I don't know. I've, I've heard that Bitcoin derangement syndrome can be very strong with people, but wow. Um, he just keeps coming back. Like it's just really weird to watch and hate to say I called it. Um, but I did. And, uh, you guys know how much I hate to take credit for things. So I'm definitely not really worried about taking credit for calling that one. Um, there's a lot of you. I mean, I'm curious how many of you were like the frequent spacers that, you know, we, the summer of, 2021 where we just were crushing spaces all like summer night long and um and uh i think like that core group that we all met on there is like such a good blend like everyone that's left everyone that's still around such a good blend um of people that <sighs> like just call out bullshit when they see it um in a good way. I mean, you know, sometimes people take things too far and words get used, but it's whatever. It's words, you know. It gets it's people arguing. It it happens, you know, cry about it, get over it. Um but uh but yeah, you know, it's it's uh, there's a the handful, well not a handful, more than a handful of people where I'm like if they say something, then I know, okay, this isn't an overreaction. Um and yeah, they come from those Bitcoin spaces. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. That was the Bitcoin drama I was talking about because what would Bitcoin be without some drama? Um, so anyways, uh, also podcast overlap was the other thing. Um, I've seen a lot of people comment on this and it's actually it's always been a pet peeve of mine. And so it's driven me nuts. Um even though I was guilty of it at first, which by the way, I think I said last time, but shout out, this is two years of podcasting. Oh, um, uh, did I think I'd still be doing this in two years? Probably not. Um, I made myself do a year just because I was like, I gotta, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it for a year. Um, so anyways, uh, the, the podcast overlap, you know, early on, it was like, I was just trying to get any guest I could trying to, you know, start establish the podcast get it rolling blah 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 and um so there was a lot of overlap so i would i would do i would make a conscious effort to if they were the guest was recently on a different bitcoin podcast which was frequent frequently happened um i would purposely go through that interview and do my best to try and not ask the same questions or have things get rehashed um, so I think I did a good job of that. I mean, enough of you guys listened, obviously, so, uh, it must've worked out, but, um, but then I, as you guys remember over the summer last year, I was like noticing, like I had booked out interviews of people that I wanted to interview. And then I started like getting to like the last couple ones that I wanted to interview. And it was like, um, I, well, like that I had scheduled, it was like Steve Barber was one of the last ones and like second to last. And I've done some since, but like um, uh, Bob uh, from Barefoot Mining, I think was one of the last ones. And it was like, as I was getting there, I was like looking for other people. I'm like, who am I going to interview? 
And I was like, well, there's nobody I really want to interview right now. Like I, I interviewed everybody I wanted to interview. Uh, I asked the questions I wanted to ask. And, and then the other part element of it was that not that there'd be new questions in the Bitcoin space because there's always new questions, but then I noticed, like, I started, you know, recording and talking, and then I noticed, like, oh, hey, this thing happened. I'd like to talk about it, but, um, you know, like Daniel Prince would do the interview or something, you know, or Preston. I mean, Preston's podcast is obviously massive, um, so he usually gets first dibs on a lot of the things, and it's like, if you listen to this podcast, you probably listen to Preston's and probably listen to Prince's, um, and why would I just have people on to rehash the conversation? Um, so, you know, I don't know. That's for better or for worse. You know, I was really curious. I'm like, I'm going to end up, I'm going to start doing these interview or interview list episodes and the listenership is going to plummet, but um, that hasn't been the case. So I appreciate you guys for listening, but, um, but yeah, I've seen a lot of people, you know, they've said like, you know, there's a lot of podcast overlap. There's a lot of, we've heard that before. You know, somebody said, I really love to hear every Bitcoiner's origin story, but if you're a Bitcoin podcaster and you're running a podcast and you have somebody on, do you always have to ask them their origin story? Cause they've probably told it five or six times on five or six other podcasts that I listened to. And I was like, damn, that rings true. Um, so, you know, I, I'm just trying to avoid that. Um, and uh, just have different conversations. Um, like this is like morphing slowly through time uh, into something different. Um, like, I don't know. It, people would look at it. If I didn't say anything about it, I guess, I guess if I talked about Bitcoin less and less, people would be like, oh, he's becoming a shit coiner. Uh, you don't have to worry about that with me. Never happening. And I, I mean that because... Uh, I really, I think you can mean that whenever you've gone through the shitcoining phase and, you know, you went through the shitcoining phase because you not so much wanted to get rich, but you believe that, oh, there's better technology. Is this all? And then you're like, wait a minute. Oh, this is all Bitcoin. Bitcoin's the best. There is no, you know, Bitcoin's the internet. It's not Napster. Um, so, yeah, this is slowly morphing into um, like a, a Bitcoin pleb podcast where it's just it's just me being a pleb talking about bitcoin and like everything else in my life um i've thought about it i was i've thought about this and you guys hit me up with in dms emails you can email bitcoin made simple podcast at gmail.com um but uh let me know i'd like some feedback on this i don't i don't want to change it from the bitcoin made simple podcast but i'd like I think it would be interesting to occasionally interview people because there's some people, you know, interesting people that I could interview that aren't at all into the Bitcoin space. And I've asked them before and like they, their immediate reaction is like, oh, I don't know anything about Bitcoin, you know, and I'm like, ah, like, that's not really why I wanted to interview you. But like, I get why they're kind of turned off by it. They don't want to come on to something that they feel like they know nothing about. Um, so I've thought about like, just tweaking the branding of the show. And I don't know how exactly to do it, but it'd be like, you know, a Bitcoiner traveling the world or traversing the world. I'd, I don't know. Um, or maybe I just keep it Bitcoin made simple and keep titling the episodes BMS. And, and it just becomes a thing because it, 
that's I think where it's going, the direction it's going at least is it's it's a Bitcoiner, just like all of us. We're all just Bitcoin plebs, and I am vocalizing this journey, and we're going, you know, talking about it, talking about what we're all going through together, and um, and seeing what's going to happen here, uh, and and I think it's helpful. I hope it's helpful for you guys to hear the ups and downs that you know us plebs all go through, um, where we're up one minute and down next minute, up one minute down next minute, um, and and then also the entrepreneurial side where I'm like doing business, and I, th- I feel like that's helpful to just hear because there's the misconception that if you like, first of all, don't count other people's money. So you know, like. Everybody sits there and goes, oh, I wonder how much so-and-so makes. wonder how much so-and-so makes. Um, you truly do not understand other people's situations um, until, uh, yeah, I mean, you just don't know what other people's situations are. So it's just wild to me. Um, you know, you sit there and you you think that, like, you have it the worst sometimes, you know, like. I've had that. A, I mean, I don't think that all the time, but I've had it a lot lately. It's business has been really hard. Not just like, I mean, money has been, money is not per, good, but it's not bad. It's just like, we're just scraping by. Um, but it's a lot of stress with everything that's going on and a lot of balls in the air and everything. And, um, and there's times where you just think like, I am like the biggest idiot in the world. Like I suck at being an adult and money and managing things and i must suck at everything i must suck at being a spouse i must suck at being a parent i must suck at the, you know like i don't know if you ever go down that route where you're just like and then you got to take a step back and go oh we all suck <laughs> we all suck uh no no not that the positive angle is that everybody is dealing with their struggles you know and um and you know you hear you know, when people lose their job, they're like, I need to get a new job in like two months or I'll be broke. And it's like, oh my God, like, you know, us Bitcoiners get it. Like you want to save and plan and everything like that. And me, you know, you know, like I've said, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to be able to stomach going more than a year without a paycheck. Um, not just the financial end of it. It's, it's a emotional roller coaster. Um, Cause you're like, yay, it's perfect. No, we're ruined. Oh, we're perfect. Oh, we're ruined. Um, Cause it's one thing. Oh yeah. Like you're living off your savings, but then in the moments where it looks like things aren't going to work out, you're like, ah, oh, shit, I just blew all my savings. Um, when things look like they're going to work out great. You're like, I just changed my life. Um, and uh, yeah, so, it, but you know, so it's really foreign concept for me, but also most Bitcoiners where we, you know, have, we tried to stash away, the hardest money possible known as Bitcoin and, uh, and stash away, stash away. Uh, so we kind of all have a runway um, in case things go sideways with your fiat job or what have you. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy. You think about that happens to people all the time. And then you think about, well, most people probably live that way. So it's just, I don't know. I wish, I mean, more people shouldn't live that way. You know, I always look at like, Sometimes I'm like, oh my God, if I had the w- like regular pay that I had in the past with my current financial discipline, thanks to Bitcoin, um, 
I'd be like a millionaire, not a millionaire. And like, that's how much I had. It would feel like I was like, it would feel like I was a billionaire. I'd be like, oh my God, how did I even worry about money back then? You know, but you buy shit. You shouldn't, you get the bigger car, you get the thing that you shouldn't have bought all that mess. And, you know, it, it's just, uh, changes things. Um, you know, you put yourself like you, we should really drive cars until they're dead. But like we, we get in this cycle of like, well, you know, I'm going to get a car and you know, Oh, it's five years old. So I should get a new one. It's like, does it work? Like, why would you, for example, uh, we have a 2010, I won't name the car, so you can't ever find me. So anyways, um, so our, our 2010 uh, vehicle, we were, uh, I took it in to get the state inspection because Pennsylvania has the dumb rule that they, you have to go to the, take it in to get the state to say, you can still drive this here. Thank you for your money. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I put it in and uh, it's like 600 bucks um, to f- replace the ball joints that need replaced and whatever. But hey, you know, it beats having a car payment, you know, so we only have one car payment. Now, as I've mentioned before, I was an idiot and that car payment is on a Land Rover. Um, so that one's almost done. Thankfully, if I can get a couple things to go my way, I actually will be just, I'm going to get rid of that, like pay it off um, so that I can reduce my overhead even more. But like, yeah, it's just, you make you look, makes you look back on your life. I mean, the stupid stuff that I used to do, I was telling my one business partner this, we were talking about how like, like at one point I was in a, I was in a suite. Like, so we, we had this film that I was an executive producer on and we were distributing and we, it was up for an Oscar. So you have to do these really snooty things and you have to go to these Oscar luncheons and, you know, like try and suck up to everybody so that they choose your movie. And, um, and we did that, uh, which that obviously cost a decent chunk of change to be rubbing elbows with the Oscar, with the, what are they called? the members of the Academy. Um, and so that was expensive. Um, and then like, I remember this filmmaker, you know, I'm sitting there talking to somebody. She was like the person right underneath uh, Steven Spielberg at Amblin entertainment. Um, and she comes up to me and grabs a couple of copies of the movie. And she said, do you mind if I take these? Uh, Steven and Clint want to watch them, which, you know, name drop, oh, but like she meant, you know, Steven Spielberg and Clint Eastwood wanted to watch them. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's cool. And like, you know, that made me feel real good. Like, oh man, that's like, we're going to win an Oscar. We didn't, um, uh, like my life set. It wasn't, um, you know, I'm going to be a millionaire. I wasn't, uh, and yeah, so she, um, so she does that, and I remember going over to the filmmaker, and I said, you know, Steven Spielberg and Clint Eastwood requested your movie, and the look on their face was like, oh my god, and I was like, we're going to celebrate, 
And so we were like, we're going to go celebrate. You know what we did? This is how stupid I was with money back then. We got a suite at the Lakers game. Like, what the hell was I doing? Like, could you imagine how much better off my life would have been if I would have been like, hey, let's just, you know, go get like a nice meal and do that as a celebration. And then like I start to recount how many times I did that with different stuff. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, if I didn't become a Bitcoiner, I'd be financially ruined. Um, and like I did, that, I, I was almost, I was 10 months away from financial ruin, potential financial ruin. And I didn't even know it. Like, I was too arrogant to see that the mistakes I was making and the cash flow problems I was incurring and just idiot, stupid, stupid, stupid. And, um, you know, of course, in that time frame is whenever I bought the Land Rover. Um, so such is life. What do they say? Say la vie, whatever. Um, so thankfully, Bitcoin has helped me become smarter about money. And I think that's what has kind of happened to most of us. If you're listening to this, that's happened to you too, because uh, you got to be a Bitcoiner for that. So anyways, um, I don't know how I got into that from podcast overlap but yeah that's the yeah that's the position i'm in right now it's just like i'm just a pleb traversing figuring this thing out and we're doing it uh together so might as well vocalize it and then um the the one thing i've been crazy busy with is the movies plus film festival uh starts in a week and uh it's again as usual whenever you're an entrepreneur all the work falling on my shoulders and uh to give you an idea um i sat down like took a quick lunch sat down and i was like my intention was to sit down and record this podcast and next thing i know hours went by because i was wrapped into 15 different things and then um here we are i am doing it at the very very end of the week um so it's how it works, you know. We have some really good stuff for the festival that I think you guys will be really excited about. Um, Pedro uh, Peter McCormack has uh, his documentary in it. Um, Follow the money. Then uh, we also have a Batman movie in it. Um, some of you might not know this, uh, but uh, there was a filmmaker that made a short film called Night in Lockdown, and he was. Batman during the lockdowns of COVID and what would Batman do during those lockdowns? Um, so yeah, that one I'm excited about, but then we have a bunch of others. We have some movies plus originals. We have the dividers, which is about the Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf getting trolled by 4chan whenever he put up his flag that said he will not divide us. And 4chan found the flag and took it down and, all that good stuff. Um, and we have a really fun series called Abracadavers about these teenagers that develop powers. And um, and then, uh, yeah, we just, oh, there's a full lineup uh, with it there. There's, we narrowed it down because uh, we wanted to, we obviously don't have the capacity to have wall to wall movies every day premiering. So uh, we're doing like one to two premieres a day. Um, we have a handful of shorts, I believe six feature films and five documentaries. Um, and if you're a member, 
you can vote on them to help them get uh win the cash prize the cash monies um so hopefully you can help them fulfill their dreams but uh yeah that's what's going on in the bitcoin movies plus my head world um and uh you know tune in next week because i'll probably have shaved by then (laughs) uh so uh you know yeah i i don't uh i gotta i appreciate you guys i really really have like four other things on my mind that i could talk about but i don't have the time uh maybe i'll record a bonus episode we'll see um uh, but yeah i just have to run i've got a couple things to do right before football for my kiddo and um and i'm coaching so we're going for the w today um but uh but yeah no i i appreciate you guys and as always oh i promised bitcoin mining talk i will mention that next time i'm gonna put a note down right now mining convo it's on natural gas that's where it's at but um anyways so uh yeah go get an up uh, go to uh wow all over the place um go to shift crypto.ch slash bitcoin made simple and get yourself a bitbox o2 hardware wallet and uh yeah check out movies plus use the promo code Corey, and you'll get 20 percent off and then you can enjoy the festival uh and hopefully you can join in there will be q a's with the filmmakers um and uh it's yeah it's gonna be pretty fun so i appreciate appreciate all of you and i will talk to you guys later